rum. Red rum. Red rum. Wait, no, I'm doing red rum. Red rum, huh? Why not blue vodka? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Way to curb stomp my bit. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Indie Film Review, a show where we review independent films and we talk about them. That's Dan. I'm Jared. Hi. Hi. Dan. Yes. We did a series of shorts today. Yes or no? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And we are going to talk about them. We have four short films. First one is Vax. Second one is Dig. Third one is Red Rum. Fourth one is A Mind Full. A Full Mind. Ah, yes. Murder. Full of what? (laughs) Full of what? We'll find out. So the very first film we're going to talk about, Vax, was sent to us by Barack Spies. S-H-P-I-E-Z. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Spies. That's how I... Spies? What about Spies? And uh, he is graciously, he has graciously sent us some mulalos. Yes, he is a contributor to the great cause of the Indie Film Review. Ah, um, yes. So we are, we bumped him up. We bumped him up to a shorter right. wait list, so he's not on that six-month one that we tell you about all the time. <laughs> he is now on the fast track, and here he is. That's right. To success, some might think. Oh, some yes. might say. To success what kind of success from us? defined oh. by, by the Indie Film Review, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, your mile may vary. Big asterisks uh, <laughs> <laughs> on every corner of this paper that you're going to sign. So, yeah. Um, thank you so much, uh, Barack. We really appreciate it. And let's get into Vax. Dan, what is Vax? Now, not not the definition of what Vax is, but the film. Vax is, you know, I was like not... You know what? Actually, tell me both. I want both definitions. So, (laughs) (laughs) Vax is about, um, well, first of all, just like my little spiel, um, I thought vax was just going to be a cool word i didn't knew i didn't know it stood for anything and then whenever we find out that it's about vaccinations i'm like oh that oh. makes sense so i'm like this is gonna be a cool sci-fi movie oh <laughs> but no so that's funny um vax is about a a team of scientists who stumble upon the cure for malaria on mm-hmm. accident and they um decide whether or not to use that sample Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's whole like corporate greed versus helping the common man defeat malaria. Yes. Excuse me. But honestly, insert any disease here. I think that's really yes. the point of the film. Yes. That's kind of what they're going for. Um, because this film kind of tackles what was going on with the COVID. I feel like this is a secret covid movie yeah. and i feel like <laughs> it's it's a covid film that i am the most appreciative of yeah because it is a secret covid you know it's yeah. like oh we're gonna talk about these things without just saying like covid is bad and you need to wash your hands and stand six feet apart because uh, i i don't know i don't know why that drives me crazy so much just because we live through it but uh i like the tact and yeah i like the the way they are broaching this topic is yeah. very very interesting and uh well because okay so engageable 
so to me? So the a important word? part of this film, uh, without spoiling mm. any of it, the important part of this this film to me is is the the mystery, the the mystique behind ah. what we consider to be science, right? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you have two scientists who are you know in charge of this malaria, and um, well, Dan, they're not in charge of this malaria. They're trying to they defeat boss malaria. this malaria malaria around malaria <laughs> malaria. <laughs> Neither of us around. can speak today. Okay, so. <laughs> no, they 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 are they're trying to come up with a cure for it, but then um, they ethics immediately get involved. It's like okay, so mm-hmm. we have we have a cure. What are we going to do about it? We can't tell anybody. And what does the guy do? He goes home and immediately tells his wife. Yes. Immediately tells his wife. After his who boss I says, think his wife, don't tell anybody. His wife might be a spy for another country. I don't know. Maybe Russia. Isn't that like, I thought that was a requirement. Wives must be spies. <laughs> All wives are male order. No, Dan, that's just in your case, because that's what you had to do to find companionship. Oh, shit. Which we're not judging here. This is a judge-free podcast. <laughs> All right, back to Vax. <laughs> back to Vax. Ethics are very um, involved in this film. So are politics. So you have one mm. scientist that is concerned with the ethical idea behind um, this cure. And then you have an- the other scientist who's in charge of the program, who is mm-hmm. involved in the politics and those decisions that are made via uh, higher power. Basically. Yeah, so He's ethics as in... Ethics is as in, should they monetize or should they just give it out for free? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they spent a lot of money. They're a company. It, like, there's a little back and forth on this with him and his wife talking about it. And it's like, yes, they should make money. But also when it's when it's such a huge deal, let's say like, I don't know, like if COVID were to happen, <laughs> like where millions of people are dying, that kind of don't downplay goes out the window where you... It, it's really becomes, yes, malaria is huge. I did some research on it and it was a big fucking deal. It apparently took 30 plus years for them to get a really effective vaccine and it's still only 40%, which is a, apparently really good in the vaccine game. Do you think there's a real story behind this film that they're hinting at? Or do you think this is like more poking fun at what some of the bigger vax companies were doing with covid because I think some of them, we like we had this warp speed thing in America where all these companies came together to make the vaccine. And then the one who actually finally finally did it, they were like, oh, actually, we're going to just kind of hold it on to it and try I, to make some they, money. And that's what they did. My idea behind it is there could have been a, a story that he was specifically referencing in terms of malaria. Yeah. But this problem... The, the, the core problem of the movie seems so universal, not just to vaccination, yes. but to yes. anything that is good for somebody else. Like, and corporations, really. Just yeah. corporations doing corporation shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how corporations... It, the, the film is about how corporations are dictating Great, what... and we love them. <laughs> dictating what we can and cannot have. And um, well, let's not say have, let's say consume. And how we mm-hmm. can consume it. You know, mm-hmm. well, take into consideration like light bulbs, right? Mm-hmm. How people say when they were first invented, they would like last a really long time. They yeah. like you get so good at making the light bulb, like oh, these last bulbs can like they can go for like ten years or whatever. But they're like, well, we're not making any money if everyone just buys one light bulb. 
So then they make them purposefully to be shittier (laughs) so that they break and you have to go. You have to go get your car fixed. You have to go get these things fixed. What you don't know is Big Candle was behind that push. Dude, fucking Big Candle. I should have known. You know, but you know who's behind them? Who? The Jack-O-Lantern Corporation. (laughs) Because where those candles go? Inside the Jack-O-Lanterns. That's right. It all comes back to Halloween. That's right. It all comes back to Halloween. Um, no, like, I, I think, I think you're right. Like planned obsolescence is, is, it's a different version of what is being addressed yes. in this film. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So with all that out of the way, that's basically the big plot of this film and what's going on. Uh, there's a fun little twist at the end. Yeah. That's really unexpected and really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. We're By the way, people... cinematography. Very good. Yeah. That's what um, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so let's talk about the like the technical aspects of this. Cinematography film. So you're and editing cinematography is good. Okay. Yeah, cinematography and editing are pretty legit, especially at the end how he disguises mm. the twist because that was very smart. Yes, I want. I really want to praise. I like the lighting a lot in this mm-hmm. because it's like a dimly lit office. It's like a soft, yes. glowy, fluorescent feel. Yes, cool light. the filmmaker was not afraid to have shadows. And I feel like sometimes in independent films, they're like, we need to completely light this entire room. Like you're in like an office and there's, there's no shadow coming from anywhere. It's just this big bright light. Like, well, we have to be able to see everybody. And I think having those dark areas and the light areas can really add to like the feel and the tone of the film. And I feel like they did such a good job with the lighting. I really, really liked it. There's even some scenes where like a character's walking around a corner. It's just, it's very, very dimly lit. But we don't need to see, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like if we if we had like a really, really well lit hallway or whatever, like we did that scene again with like even brighter lighting, it would not have come off as interesting to me. It's strange how like showing less of the subject and making them just a form that's moving around mm-hmm. can can draw your eye more than just seeing like every little detail. It lets you not like. I'm more focused on the subject than everything else that's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Just thoughts. Just thoughts. Um, acting also um, is wonderful. Acting was really, like, really good. Um, you have Eric as the 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 HBIC of the lab who answers yeah. to the politicking. And then you have, oh, what was his other name? I don't remember. The uh, Jeff. Jeff. But both of them played their part well. Like Eric is like super domineering. Good. Like he's good at being domineering, and Eric is good at playing this uh, uncertain patsy almost. Where it's like yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Has, he 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 knows what's best or what's better for him ethically because of you know mm-hmm. his wife. But he must answer to uh, he must answer to the the bigger ups. Yeah, the big boy pants. The best part about this, though, is it okay. it puts light on the idea that science is not as pure of a a thing that we like. Science every, isn't a science. No, 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 no. I'm saying everybody praises <laughs> science, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to back this up with science," and science is the answer to everything. It's like, yes, but also science has to answer to the people that fund it, and like nobody fucking thinks about that. Mm, okay, I like see. What every you mean. every see what person, you mean. every scientific study, there was some kind of money that went into it, and mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. does anything for free. You know, you're right. Science is evil, Dan. We've discovered that saying, on this podcast I'm right now. Nope. <laughs> Throw away your stethoscopes. 
Throw them in the freaking trash, my friends. That's right. I'm just saying everybody should read the article instead of just throw it at me, okay? Peer review. Peer review. That's <laughs> exactly. what I say. Peer review. And by peer review, I mean I, I showed Dan and, and he goes, no, get that away from me. I'm like, look, I showed a peer. He reviewed it. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's truth. Anywho. So, yeah. Vax. Really, really enjoyed it. I couldn't really find any faults with acting, editing, anything like that. I think they were all pretty standout. Yeah. All the films um, on this list are actually very short, and they do not overstay welcome. They, yep. they, they are, they're, they're what short films should be. Like, but yeah. what, what, what's really cool about Vax, though, I did want to say this. Thank you for bring or for sure. reminding me. Um, I think Vax could very easily become a feature. Yeah, but it exists mm -hmm. so well as a short, which is that's something that I find to be rare, like something that mm -hmm. is good as a short, but could also be a good feature. Because normally it's like, yeah, this film is too short or normally this film is too long. Like, you know, it's like there's a lot of different things that you could do to shorten or to extend it. But Vax is like kind of playing both parts. Um, one more thing with Vax. Cool special effects, yeah. especially the intro, because it like talks about George W. Bush. He's yeah. trying to like set the scene of like 1987 around there, you know, and it's like George W. Bush is doing Bush stuff. And then it's like, oh, in other news, malaria. And it's like going and talking about it. I, I really like those infographics because they looked old, but it was like really well done. And then when when the the scientists were like going on their computers and they were pressing buttons and it shows the screen, it's like this silly looking like sci-fi yeah. kind of jargon. <laughs> They're like, look up the, the file. And then like, he looks at the file and it just says in big red letters, like file not found, or it's, <laughs> it was so dumb. I love that because it's, it's really just there to help the viewer. Yeah. But it, of course that's not how it really would be. Um, charming to me, I guess is, is the word. All right. Next film. Uh, Vax was in the festival circuit. This film is also in the festival circuit. It's called Dig. It was sent to us by Gary we J. All Hewitt. Have things that dig it up. Oh, <laughs> what's that song, oh, Dan? Dig. Oh, I don't think anyone is alive besides <laughs> you who, knew, who knows who Incubus is. <laughs> I love Incubus. Um, all right, so Dig. Dig is a sad film about a mother who um, wants to dig up the entire beach. Yeah, and that's that's it. It's, that's it's just oh look at that's this sad the lady. Is. She's just digging things. This sad lady's digging. Can you dig it? Uh, oh, also too, um, Gary who sent us this. He does a film podcast called Choose Film, and I've just gotten hip to it. I've subscribed. I started listening to the the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. It's one of their newer ones. They're really good. Mm. I recommend listening to them. They have great banter. Better than ours. Ooh. Better than ours, Dan. Nice. And we set a high bar for banter. Oh, God, I tell you yes, what. Yes, we do. <laughs> um. But they're a joy, and I'm going to keep listening to them. I've been listening to them while I play Street Fighter VI, which is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I would say that. Um, uh, I just think the juxtaposition so of those two things the is funny. The moral of me. the story there, guys, is we're not mm. the only film podcast. Like, you, what? Can, you can listen to other film podcasts. It's okay. We won't be offended. Yeah. Well, during the treatise of 2020, where we signed the uh, agreements that we're, we're allowing at least five other independent filming review podcasts to exist, 
but under heavy supervision. Yes. So they, so yes, Shoot Film is under our umbrella, and we are monitoring. Jared them. hasn't learned about it until recently. Is that the cycle? Well, <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Oh shit! All right, I have so severe dig. problems outside of this. Yeah, so dig. Uh, it's a woman with uh, flower boots on, and she's got this uh, yellow uh, raincoat, and she's out there. Uh, well, at first, she's drunk driving. Yes, which, I was you know, going to say, like, the best scene up. in the movie, or no, the second Excellent. best scene in the movie, is whenever she's just in the, the car, and then she opens the door, and beer cans just fall out everywhere. I'm like, oh, my God. Because it was this was just a, an amazing static shot of this parking lot, and it was really setting the tone for kind of, like, how somber this is. I'm like, ooh, this is, what's going on? And then this car pulls up, and you think, oh, the car's going to pull into a parking space. Nope. We're going to see a profile shot of her or whoever's in the car. And that's how they're going to be introduced. No, they, <laughs> they do a, a U-turn and park like across three. Parking four, spots. Yeah. Yeah. Across the parking spaces. She pops out beer cans flying everywhere, just stumbling around, grabbing a shovel. I'm like, this is so great. all right. I'm in. Um, the, the, the idea behind, cause this is on the festival circuit too. I'm not going to spoil this yeah. either. Yeah. But um, the idea behind this is she's looking for something on the beach that she can't find. Um, yes. She, there's a reason why she's looking for it. And she's just, she's, she knows it's there somewhere. She just doesn't know where. So that's all we're going to say. Dan, were you confused at all by the flashbacks? No. Okay. Because when they first showed, so they're, they're showing the woman digging and then they show a woman with a small child walking on the beach. At first I thought it was just happening somewhere else. Mm. And then the second time they showed it, I was like, Oh, this is a flashback. That's the same woman with her daughter. I'm like, Oh, okay. 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 And I think they do a really good job of establishing that just with like, it's like a bright sunny day and look how nice it is. Yeah. And then when they cut back to present time, it's raining and it's dreary, you know, all that stuff. So I would say it was more on me that I wasn't picking up yes, on it. Yes, it was. I think they did a really good job actually with yes. uh, delineating the two. The thing I want to praise the most is the cinematography because it, it's a great looking film, but there's this amazing, amazing drone shot. I know shot what you're going to say. Yep. Of, yep. Like she, it's, just, it's hovering <laughs> above her digging and then it just goes up. And it, yeah. It's so, yeah. so good. So good. Yeah. It is really good. Me and Dan have. Uh, droners pension for for things. Yeah, we have major <laughs> droners going on. We love that stuff. And it looks so it it's really great. And they hang on to it for a while, and I'm like, yeah, still love well, it. Like, I'm still into this. There's so this many. There, like, I don't know. Like, I have kind of a a a predisposition for liking these because um that one scene in Old Boy where he's stuck in the box and then the box opens. That's an above yeah, shot. Like it reminded yeah, me of yeah. that. And I, I started to think of all these other films that I've seen that had this really cool bird's eye mm -hmm. view, but like an mm -hmm. intimate bird's eye view of this person doing something. It's, it's interesting to me too. This is, this is me really overanalyzing, but even where the holes are placed mm -hmm. yeah. was aesthetically pleasing to where yeah. the subject was. And it just works. And it, this is something you're not thinking about when you're watching the film. But uh, yeah, what a what a great like little fun drone shot there. And they don't really over they don't overuse it, right? No. So that's really cool. Um, it is a very effective film. It 
does what it wants to do. The what it set out to do. Other thing, the like the the, the thing that I want to critique is the very end. I'm not going to say what's at the very end, but okay, it feels like I need to know more information. Oh, because it's hard to talk about this without spoiling it. Yeah. Um, there's a, well, there is a hint of suicide. Can I say this? Is Is it suicide? Okay. That made, that makes a lot more sense. It was almost a step too far. I don't know. It was, it was a lot. Um, how did you feel about that? I mean, I get the grief and pain that the character is going through. Maybe more clues than beer cans about grief in terms of that would would like just ramping up to that, that hint of, of suicide. But the reason for it is very unclear to me. Um, not like the, the, okay, let me rephrase that. The reason for it is clear. It's very clear why this woman is upset, but the reason for the event that she's upset about, that's what's unclear. And you only have like seven minutes to explain the whole thing. Yes, that's why. That's why. And also, I don't think that was the point of the film. Right, it's not. It's about It's more about something happened to this character that's been happening to a lot of other people. And it's showing how it affects everyone. Yeah. Like if somebody passes away in your family and how that that affects everybody. But it's, it, it has this, uh, hmm. I guess it's it's really going towards like senseless violence versus like mm-hmm. people hating someone for the color of their skin or how they identify and stuff. Um, and it's it's not so much worried about telling us how it happened. The, I think that the stuff you're looking for would be in a longer short film, yeah, or in a full a full film. Next film, Dan. Yes, uh, we have Red Rum by Thomas Tudor. Red Rum, fan of the show. Red Rum. As it's a symbiotic fanship, he's he's a fan of us, and we're a fan of him. Ah, yes, and we just fan all over each other, don't we? Oh yes, oh, oh yes. Uh, he had also sent us who done 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 it. Yes, or dunt dunt. I don't who know. Done, I'm probably not dunt, dunt 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 it. Um, dun. again. So this is a short film he's done, and it mm-hmm. is about mm-hmm. a woman who is haunted by a ghost with ulterior motives. <gasps> Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Dan, how often do you drink wine in the dark by yourself? <laughs> Never. Um, Why not? Why don't you live your best life? I don't really like wine too much. Oh. Oh, you probably drink, like, fucking... What's that shit that tastes like radishes that you love? <laughs> Gin, fucking disgusting gin. Ugh, radishes. He's guzzle it down like a fucking gin baby. Anyways, <laughs> um, red rum. It starts off. There's this woman. She's like in this nice dress. She's drinking wine by herself, and she starts hearing noises in her house and like rustlings and bustlings. She's like, "Who's there?" And <laughs> in the beginning, because I I didn't read what this film was about. I just knew like, okay, Thomas sent this to us. Cool. It's a short. I'm excited to see it. I was like, I hope this is a comedy because I'm laughing a lot. <laughs> and yes, it is a comedy and I'm so happy. And it, and by the very end of the film, there's a big punchline where it's like, okay, yes, this is definitely a comedy. It lets you know because the, like the ghost is like, Red, rah, 
I'm like really silly and stuff. And she's like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> she like goes up the stairs, she's like checking. And that's kind of that's kind of the gist of what happens. Like there's a ghost encounter. It's funny. I enjoyed it. But the fun stuff I want to talk about is like the cool lighting mm-hmm. under the door. Um just like some of those shots at the staircase too, yeah. and the special effects with the ghost. Those are so neat. The special effects with the ghost, the cinematography. Yeah, I it was really good. Uh, yeah, the, well, the the shot at the the staircase is definitely the best one, where like it's kind of filming her from the stairs as she goes across the hallway. Yeah, that, some that of those I'm just looks... like, where does he put the fucking camera? Yeah, is the camera in the wall? Like I don't understand uh, where it, he's putting the camera. It's very cool. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the, the punchline is great. I, I like. Yeah, I'm and it's not like we won't spoil it, it because. So that is a film you can actually just go and watch. Yeah, uh, it is YouTube. out. If you go to filmmakering like a boss. Oh my god! Why? Why is it called that? Red. Just search Red Rum's short film on YouTube. You will find it. Don't knock uh, Thomas Two Logs. Uh, <laughs> filmmakering <laughs> well it's silly and just he's a silly oh. boy i know we're all silly boys we're all silly boys anywho yeah go check it out uh it is free on youtubes i mean um, like, Dan, any final thoughts on red rum it just it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that the review for this one is this short but it's like that's what this film is it's like the uh, real, set up like, punchline lots of cool camera angles that set up this really silly punchline and it's it's wonderful yeah like it's it's yeah. definitely worth your time to give it a watch yeah i think it was it was well done yeah. it was nice all uh, yeah all four of these i don't think i have a single issue with camera work or editing or anything it yeah Normally we do. Normally you all suck. Yeah, and I, normally I love to just really get in there and just tell you how much of a piece of shit you are and how awful your film is. But I, I just can't do it with these four, and it, it upsets me. And that's why I drink. <laughs> okay. A Full Mind, Dan. Something that we know I don't have. By Steve Whiteley. Mm. He sent us to this. So, he sent us to this? Yes. Yeah, he, he, he's Jesus like, off Christ. you go. Where, when is this episode over yet? Anyway, Stan, please tell us about this movie. So, A Full Mind is about a, um, I don't want to call him a yogi, because he's not a yogi, but like a, a, spiritual, a, a spiritual leader who like practices Buddhism and like uh, meditation. Like meditation. He, yeah, he's a me- yeah. meditation guru. And he yeah. is teaching this class, and the class has an online component that gets filmed, and um, he's trying to teach people to be more mindful and mm-hmm. to to let go of certain things in their his life or their lives. And um, he is frantic outside of work, but he has to be, you know, usa and namaste in the mm-hmm. middle of work. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy in his class that um, everybody's come across at one point or another. <laughs> just he just a a. He doesn't mean to be. He's a very earnest naysayer. He's like, I genuinely have this question that debunks everything you're saying. What about this? <laughs> <laughs> and he, it's about this guy who's in charge and has to keep calm dealing with that person. Yes. And how it can escalate. It kind of escalates in his mind and in the real world. There's a reflection of that, which is a really fun. This Again, it's it's nice to have when you're doing a short having like that punch or that kick at the end, you know, to really send off the film. 
uh, a flourish, if you will, that this film has that. It doesn't have to be um, a comedy either, because remember, no. um, was it Charlie was the name of that film? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That film like had a very upsetting send-off that was a huge Oh, punch. is it the desert film? No, right? no, no, not Charlie. Um, the one about the AA meeting. <gasps> oh, yes. The AA meeting one. That one was amazing. Anyways, a few points that I want to get across in this film ear ringing there's ear ringing in this stop it stop putting that in your film i don't like it it hurts me it actually hurts i have ear ringing i have tinnitus it just triggers it and then i have to then my ear starts to ring and i don't like it please don't do that uh but i love you and thank you for making this film um secondly on a good note there's some really cool camera work in this mm-hmm. when they're doing there's a fight scene in this yeah. <laughs> so okay and when the camera's like free moving between the two, it's just dynamically catching all of the action. It does it in a really great way. That's not stupid shaky cam. You know, mm-hmm. when they're like trying to hide the action, the action's really actually not that great. Um, they do a very good job in this movie of catching the action and keeping you engaged without making me car sick. Uh, so that was really nice. Um, do you, do you really think, Cause like when the guy was critiquing the yoga stuff, I get what he was saying about like, I'm not achieving enlightenment, blah, blah, blah. I almost wanted to jump in and be like, is that the real reason why people do yoga and meditate and stuff is to really achieve enlightenment? I mean, I guess for some people, right? I don't know. Well, like if you're enjoying what you're doing, just do it. If it benefits you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, that's the point. I guess the guy who is naysaying, he, he is very goal oriented he's not uh-huh. he's not part of the journey which is what you know yeah. teaches you it's like you know you want to spend your life trying to become enlightened instead of becoming mm-hmm. enlightened like that's not the point of of meditation or buddhism it is it is more about like what can you do along the way and that <laughs> that is lost on this guy yeah because his argument is like well if buddha's the only person who achieved enlightenment and he and nobody since has achieved enlightenment why are we even trying like that that's his yeah argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so um but you're right jared the fight man. scene so so basically what happens is um a fight scene happens yes a fight scene happens <laughs> well, yeah in, in the middle of this meditation thing and everybody who is part of this class <laughs> starts like like come making a circle around them and like cheering them on and like, like yeah it. it basically becomes street fighter <laughs> um so the the lead guru wants to throw this guy out of class because he's being disruptive but he can't do it uh while looking like he's angry. So it's like, how do you forcibly move someone out of a room without seeming upset? Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. You can't do it. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the the thing he could have done is just let him be disruptive the entire class. And that's part of the meditation. Yeah. Like if you want to get really fucking weird, but that's also not the point of it. Really? It was more about At working point, on this guy's psyche. Probably, and, like, drop down to his undies and dance in front of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a different film that I'm going to make <laughs> for me. Undies. That's for our sponsorship deal. Oh, um, okay. Well, final thoughts, Dan, this is another one that has a fun little twist at the end. So definitely go watch mm-hmm. this. It's on YouTube. It's on Omletto. Yes. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's a fun film. It's a, like, yeah, they didn't have real quality shorts on that. I'm not sure how you get 
onto Amleto or what exactly it is. But yeah, cool. Cool stuff. Okay, Dan. We done. Okay, guys, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. That is where we take all the shorts and the long... <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Uh, peace and love be with you. Dan, you have the final word. Hey, everybody. Before you submit a film to us, make sure you put ringing in it. He can't even finish. But be sure you put ringing in, in the film, like ear ringing, because Jared oh, really likes fuck it. Fuck off. but there are so many out there and it's hard to know what's good. Well, my friend, it is not as hard as you might think because Necropoticon has you covered. They've got movie reviews, horror shows, games, comedy, and improv, so all you gotta do is head on over to Necropoticon.com to find your new favorite podcast. Yeehaw! Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.